Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, here at SCNZ, we actually own a basketball team, the Otago Nuggets, and we're starting to get just a little bit worried, apparently, about the squad for the upcoming NBL season, but we are proud to announce that we've made our first signing, and it is a big signing in every sense of the word. Local Dunedin product Sam Timmins uh, is coming back to the Nuggets. He joins us now from Australia, where he's currently uh, in tow with the Breakers. Uh, Sam, good morning to you. Uh, that's great news for us, great news for the Nuggets. Uh, looking forward to getting home. Yeah, morning, Smitty. Um, yeah, honestly, like, I've, I've been excited for this announcement because, you know, I, I signed a while ago, and, yeah, I just I think that for my career right now, the New Zealand and New Zealand League, Targo is just where I want to be. You know, it's home and it's where I want to. You know, be, I feel like I'm playing the best basketball in my career, and it's Dunedin's where I want to be playing it. Yeah. Well, you debuted for the Nuggets uh, back in 2013 as a 15 year old, mate. That that was incredible. Can you remember that experience? Oh yeah, no, I definitely can. But it was great because I think I got on a little bit in the first half, and I caught it. As soon as I caught it, I chucked it up because I was just, you know, nerves were going 100 mile an hour, and it went in and out. And then, um, and the when I got on again later in the game, I set a um, pick and roll for Mark Dickel, who you know, I think was, I think was he the coach at that point? Maybe it was next year he was player coach, but um, he just he dished me an easy layup, and I put it in the whole whole place went nuts, and it was just the most like surreal thing ever at the time. So like, yeah, I I can still picture it very very clearly. Most uh, big Otago boys uh, generally are, are pushed to, towards the middle of a scrum or, uh, you know, towards the rugby game anyway, mate. Um, tell us a bit about the, the choice to basketball for you. Um, I think, I mean, obviously it was, you know, it was my first love as well, rugby. So, like, I grew up playing it, obviously, with, you know, Dad playing it. I was, had a ball in my hands pretty early on. But um, yeah. I think, I don't know, I just kind of, I started playing it because my mates were playing it. And then I ended up just falling in love with it. And then in year nine, we had at OBs, we had an assembly. You know, they just said all the all the everyone wanted to play year nine rugby, stay behind. And for whatever reason, I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to stick with basketball. Just I just enjoy it way more. Yeah, well, as I say, Timmins has been a big name in, uh, in Otago sport, but uh, everyone's glad that you went the basketball way. And last season, of course, uh, was was huge for you. Uh, 20 points per game, 14 rebounds. Do you feel as if that was a bit of a breakout season for you? 100%, yeah. I think um, just with the last, like, six years of my career, I felt, it just felt like I'd kind of kind of played it safe a little bit on the basketball court and just tried to, you know, I was kind of out there, but I wasn't really trying to impose my will on the game. And then you know, the conditions were kind of perfect last season. You know, I was playing for home. It means a bit more to me, and I felt a bit like uh, the staff and the head coach with Brent Matoidi I just felt I just you know they had the trust in me and then I kind of you know was like right I'm just going to give it everything and not hold anything back and see how it goes and you know it turned out to be the thing that propelled my career. Uh, so you went uh, through the, the college system uh, at the University of Washington tell us a wee bit about that experience. Um, yeah so I was recruited there in 
2014, and I, I ended up signing in 2015 um, to Lorenzo Roma, and then I was there, had a pretty decent freshman season, and then the coach that brought me in was uh, lost his job, and then we had Mike Hopkins come in for the next two years. And I lived a lot, man, but I think... Um, for whatever reason, just as a Kiwi kid who probably felt a little bit out of place in an American environment, I was, instead of, you know, imposing myself on the program and being like, you know, I'm a, I feel like I'm a great basketball player and I've got a lot to offer, I kind of allowed myself to kind of just be, you know, quiet and put in a box and I was just kind of like, you know, just trying to keep everyone happy and not step on toes and it made me fall to the wayside a little bit in the rotation in that team. And I still had a, an amazing time and... You know, I had a lot of great games in my career, but it just wasn't what I thought I was capable of. So um, I think I, lo- I learned a heck of a lot from that, those experiences. And at the same time, I you know, gained a lot of knowledge in basketball. But I think it, was, it was, wasn't the career that I was hoping to have. But honestly, I think I'm far better for it. Sam, let's fast forward to today and your current situation. Uh, you're with the Breakers. Uh, but uh, supposedly as a development player, but you've been uh, getting a bit of court time as well. Uh, so it must be a, a great experience. Tell us, tell about uh, about uh, that Breakers experience for you at the moment. I mean, it's it's been an unusual sort of season. You're based in Tasmania, and you've got all sorts of COVID to to live through. But uh, you've had to grow up and learn very quickly. Yeah, no. When I um when I first got here, back when we were training back in Auckland, and you know I was messing up about every five minutes at practice and. Dan and Modi were having to correct me on everything and teach me everything, and they're like, how, "How do you not know this? How do you, you know?" And I'm, I'm thinking, just at the level to which they understand this this game and are able to teach the game, and made it feel like a completely different sport to me initially. But you know, lately I've been kind of it's starting to click all the things you know that they were trying to teach are starting to feel a bit more like second nature. And yeah, no, I've been I've been able to you know prove to them that I can get in and help and contribute at this level and yeah and in that regard it's been a great challenge but and I've, I've enjoyed it but yeah as you said you know being based over here in melbourne not being away from you know not ever really being able to go home during the season um every game being an away game it's tough and i think you know none of us want to make any excuses we don't it's not like we don't think that we have the team that could have a really a record that's a lot better than it is right now but you know we're at the point we're at and regardless of that, I think for the rest of the season, we believe that we're able to turn it around. Okay, so there are, are encouraging signs. It's a bit of a, a win-lose, win-lose sort of fluctuation at the moment. Tell, tell us about um, one of the other things you're having to learn about life on the road and life uh, with a big franchise is uh, living conditions uh, with COVID. So uh, tell us about uh, life and the breakers and that system because it's so prevalent uh, a conversation in this country uh, we're living in the red zone, uh, the red traffic light system, but uh, of real interest is the way our super rugby players are going to have to adjust. What about your adjustments to that? Adjustments to just having COVID and kind of adjusting to and, it and, in and the living, sporting world? Living with, COVID, yeah, living with COVID around you, you know, and, and having players in the squad testing and, and, and that kind of day-to-day right. thing. I mean, that must be a, a pretty much a shock to the system for a, a, a young guy um, making his way in basketball from Dunedin. Yeah, I mean, it's something that, um, yeah, as you said, like a lot of a lot of players at, at my point in their career prior haven't, you know, kind of ever had to worry about where, you know, if everything's business as usual and then all of a sudden, you know, you get a text in the group chat saying, you know, a couple of people have tested positive and isolate till you hear further. And you know, for us, we've, I think, 
probably both times we've had a win and started to feel like we're starting to gel a little bit as a team, we've had another bout of COVID as a unit and had to spend another week in the hotel room. And you know, and I'm not saying that that's any different. I think every other team in the league has also had multiple disruptions because of COVID. But yeah, it's like one thing for sure is definitely, you know, we've learned not to take the opportunity we have to show up and you know get on the court and practice and train and play the game we love every single day because in, in this climate you can't really just take that for granted because someone could test positive at any stage and then boom, you know, seven days minimum. So I think that, one, it's kind of taught you to be adaptable and dynamic, ready for anything, and two, it's just said to, you know, appreciate the game that you're able to play every single day because you know there are elements out there that can take it away from you pretty quick for a bit. Uh, the upside, uh, Sam, is of course you're, you're rubbing shoulders with uh, the likes of uh, Yanni Wetzel and, and uh, Rob Lowe, so um, no better place to learn your, your your particular part in the game. Yeah, no, um, Yanni and Rob are both great basketball players. Um, you know, especially in my position. I think also you know, playing, having played against Yanni a bit growing up, you know, it's just awesome, and they're, and they're also also awesome people. So as great as they are to have you know, at trainings and be able to play with them, it's just. You know, if I if I did have to be stuck over here, I'm I'm glad I got to be stuck over here with you know such great guys and such a great team environment and have great people to you know spend this time over that we're that we're with over here. So yeah, awesome for my game and awesome just you know for the headspace and the mental health being able to have such great so, people around. So, so Sam, the Otago Nugget season starts on uh, in April. Um, tell us uh, what your anticipated time will be back to. Uh, to uh, to join the squad, our squad, shall I say, our squad, <laughs> our squad. Um, I think right now the initial intended end date for the ANBL was like mid-April. I'm pretty sure, but as you know, as you were talking about before with all the COVID and stuff, there's every chance. I think there was allowed a week that that could get extended back to you know include makeup games and stuff. So probably probably late April is what we're, what, what I'm hoping to be back for. Well, we look forward to that, Sam. Uh, We've really enjoyed uh, chatting to you, mate, and uh, go well um, with uh, the Breakers. Uh, We look forward to uh, rejoining the Nuggets to whenever time permits. So uh, carry on the good work, mate. Thanks very much for your time this morning. Cheers, mate.